0: Way to go! We finished reading Hebrews. This book reinforced three themes we have discussed over the last week or so. In chapter 1, verses 1-3, through it discusses how God created the world through His Son. We talked a lot about this after the book of Colossians. Specifically, we talked about how God is a merciful God and how He wanted people to know Him completely, which is only possible through a fallen, sinful creation. Verse 3 makes this even more clear. It says that Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. Remember, this is talking specifically about God coming as Jesus the Messiah to die for our sins. It is not talking about all those other times where God came as a man or manifested himself in some other way to people. The verse is talking about Jesus being the exact imprint of God's nature or Jesus being the image of the living God, or Jesus saying, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father, are specifically talking about Jesus who laid down his life for his people. Jesus shedding his blood on the cross for the church. These verses are not just professing the deity of Jesus. They are showing the rich beauty of God's mercy. Another theme we've discussed associated with the glory of God was about Jesus coming in the clouds, in the glory of God. We've talked at length about the church, the people Jesus died to forgive, being the glory of God, and that this leads me to believe that these clouds are the church. On the day of the Lord, the day when Jesus returns, the dead in Christ will be resurrected, and then those who are still alive on that day will be taken up to meet them in the air. There is a similar use of the word cloud in the book of Hebrews. In chapter 12, verse 1, The letter says that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. This verse is referencing a pretty amazing summary of people who exhibited faith, which is defined as the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. The first example given in this hall of faith, as it is called, is that we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. Given our previous discussion about all things being created by Jesus, for Jesus, and through Jesus, this is pretty critical for us to understand. Now we understand that the creation account is not just about the power of God to speak things into existence, it's that He created everything so that He could die for what He created and make His mercy known. It is the full expression of God. Jesus is the complete expression of who God is because it was through the death of Jesus that God's mercy was able to be expressed. The letter of Hebrews goes on to describe the details of faith exhibited by Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses, the Israelites who crossed the Red Sea, and Rahab. It also listed by name people who exhibited faith, but it said it didn't provide specific details because of time. These people were Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets. The letter also gave awesome anonymous examples of faith. In these examples of faith, people conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight, women received back their dead by resurrection. These people, and billions of others with stories like this, are going to be surrounding Jesus like a cloud on the day he comes back. What a glorious sight. I'll be honest, all of these examples of faith given were pretty terrifying. On the surface, Abel offering a pleasing sacrifice doesn't seem too bad. But that sacrifice cost Abel his life. I'm not sure if tensions between the two have been building, but based on the story from Genesis 4, it seems like it had been. God even warned Cain, telling him to be careful because his sin was crouching at the door. So, I kind of imagine Cain seeing Abel offering pleasing sacrifices to God day after day, all the while his anger was building and building. Eventually, his anger reached a critical point where he acted on the temptations that God had warned him about. If this is how it happened, I can also imagine Cain ridiculing Abel for his sacrifices. You see this a lot of times when jealous people act on their anger. They berate people who are doing things properly to try and justify their own actions. So, in this setting, even Abel offering a faithful sacrifice could have been pretty intense. Whatever the case might have been, it seems completely unlikely that Cain exploded and killed Abel suddenly after only one sacrifice. With this and all those other examples of faith in mind, suffering was a huge theme in those examples of faith. This is why chapter 12 was exhorting the reader to keep these examples in mind to help them run the race with endurance. This theme of suffering for the sake of Jesus helps us transition to the third and final theme this letter covers that we have been talking about lately. It is in verse 3 of chapter 13. In this verse, the letter encourages the reader to remember those who are in prison as though in prison with them, and those who are mistreated since they are also in the body. We are all in the body of Jesus. Some of us are celebrating. Some of us are crying. Some of us are fighting personal battles in the mind like depression. Some of us are suffering oppression from people or under unjust institutions. Some of us are suffering in prison or some other type of captivity. Whatever path we are on, and whether we know each other at all, we are one body through the Spirit of God. We should be diligent in fulfilling the law of Christ remembering one another, bearing one another's burdens. We might only be able to bear one another's burdens through prayer, or we might be able to bear one another's burdens through friendship or generosity. But we should always be faithful to remember one another and help each other any way we can. This letter was pretty amazing. It was good to see all these themes together in one place. Thank you so much for continuing to support this podcast. That means more to me than you could ever know. Please come back tomorrow and we will read the book of James.